when we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kander Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Two more weeks till the big day. The big man in the sleigh comes to town. The posted no hunting signs are up around the North Pole. No CWD in sight. The reindeer are all fat and healthy, and they've grown big, beautiful racks this year. Plenty of protein from old Santa Claus throughout the past 12 months. They're in shape and ready to fly. Welcome back to the Camp House. I'm Billy Kinder, and you are a welcome guest. We're on the road this week. We're traveling. We're headed for South Dakota. Robin and I love to shoot pheasants with David Heelan, David and Angie up at the Dead Rabbit Lodge in South Dakota. That's where we're headed, and we'll be bringing you the show from South Dakota and the Dead Rabbit next weekend. But this weekend, we're getting back up on stage at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Expo. Now, this panel was recorded two years ago because there was no DSC Convention and Expo. It got COVIDed in uh, January of this past year. We're looking forward to January of next year, just a few weeks, and looking back to January of 2020 on the show today. Grab yourself a hot cup of coffee and relax. Enjoy the guys that I call the Mount Rushmore of the hunting industry today on Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Calming Care settles the overactive dog, the one that just won't settle down when company comes over. You remember during Thanksgiving, he was all over everybody and all the time. It gets frustrating. Calming Care, very gently, it's not a drug, by the way, very gently and naturally settles that dog over time. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com about Calming Care. Did you boys hear that majestic music playing as you walked up here? Did you hear that, Jim? Uh, did you hear that? That wasn't for you guys. That was a Trigicon commercial, all right? Hey, welcome back to the Trigicon stage. We're glad you're here with us again uh, this year, and we're sure glad to, uh, glad to have a lot of our friends back. My name is Billy Kinder. Uh, I host the official radio show of Dallas Safari Club. Now heard across the U.S. and Canada, Jim. You'll be paying more taxes, I'll guarantee it. Well, airwaves are free. I shoot over the top of you, and the, and the wisdom just trickles down on Canada. Like how maybe it'd be really good to hunt grizzly bears. That would be good. We can talk about that if you want to. Yeah, that, that's not a sore subject at all with me. No, I know it's not. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Hey, uh, we want to introduce uh, these folks to you again. I'm Billy Kinder. Thank you for uh, for listening, for being here today. Let's start on the far end. He's a great friend. Uh, he is also a great friend of the Dallas Safari Club. Does so much work for DSC and the foundation uh, each year. Uh, he is a wildlife biologist. He, Hey, I'm talking about you, Wysen. He's a wildlife biologist. He's an outdoor writer, television host, DSC's Trailing the Hunter's Moon. He's a really good hunter and a pretty good old boy, my friend, Larry Wysoon. Larry, welcome back. It's good to have you here. Well, thank you. It's proud. I'm proud to be here, by golly, amongst this illustrious group. It is an illustrious group. Uh, his nickname is Mr. Whitetail Jim, and everybody thinks that's because he was a biologist, but it was actually a uh, uh, really bad incident, a streaking incident in college that gave him that white 
whitetail name. And I, I thought it, it was because he looked like the back end of a whitetail. Well, you know what? He does kind of look like the backside of a whitetail there. Right. Round and white. That's right. Uh, Phil Massaro joins us this year from upstate New York. Have you been to the DSC Expo before, Phil? Yeah, I've been here. Uh, I think it's our fourth year in a row. Fourth year. It's something else. It's huge. And, and you go to all the shows. You know it's it's a, as fine a show as there is on planet Earth. Undoubtedly. You know, uh, I'm the I'm the editor of Gun Digest, a freelance writer. So we get to do all the shows. And uh, first of all, I just want to thank everybody for having me up here, you know, among these legends. Uh, although I have it on good authority that Larry Wyshoon meant to email Phil Shoemaker from Alaska <laughs> and just sent the wrong email and sent had to roll it to the wrong it. guy. Yeah. yeah. That's just how it is. Well, anyway. we didn't, we were trying to keep that quiet from you. We didn't. <laughs> Phil, welcome. It's so good to have thank you, you here. Thank hey, you. you're also doing a lot of work with the NRA. Yes, sir. Uh, American Hunter, Shooting Illustrated. You know, I've got a couple of monthly columns. We do some freelance stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm a freelance guy, and whoever pays gets Yeah, that's the way that service. goes. You bet. That's the way that works. Craig Boddington, on the other hand, works for free. He'll come to your yard, whatever you need, trim your hedges. I do windows, too. Hey, 31 years in the United States Marine Corps, our friend Craig Boddington. How about that? Great to be here, and hey, thanks for taking time away from the show to join us, and what a great show it is, Billy. You bet. You've got a booth down there. Have you sold a book so far this weekend? Well, we sold a couple of pages out of one. A couple of pages. Somebody yeah. said, I don't want the book, but I like that chapter. Exactly. Yeah. You've also got something else going on where uh, uh, you've hunted so many years with so many different outfitters that you know who you can trust, who you can't, and you've got to put those guys together in a group of trusted outfitters that we can rely yeah, we, on. We have. We call it uh, uh, CB. Or Craig Boddington endorsed outfitters. These are all just friends of mine that we've hunted with, and these are the folks that I recommend to my friends, and so uh, uh -huh. certainly do recommend them. Did uh, Jim Shockey make that list of Craig Boddington recommended outfitters? Absolutely no. not. Yeah. Under no yeah. circumstance. Yeah. And I didn't make the friend list either. That's the other part. I don't even get sent the list. <laughs> I looked through the book for your name twice, Jim. I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, sure. Jim Shockey used to be a television star many years ago, and then his daughter took over and uh, ran off with that. Boy, Eva is just knocking it out of the park, huh? Yeah, she's doing great. Uh, she's got a new show on the Outdoor Channel. I yeah. Saw. My outdoor family that I noticed there was one person missing from her family. You got left was, out of that? Yeah, that's, that's your totally daughter. Got off the list, I got left off my daughter's show. That's your daughter, man. Yeah. That's blood. I'm going to get a hook here pretty and soon. And yeah. <laughs> I just showed up. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of fun with these guys today on stage at the 2020 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Expo. Brought to you by Forta Flora, America's number one canine probiotic. This is Jim Shockey, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about them with Kinder Outdoors. It's time right now to get the hunter or target shooter in your family taken care of for Christmas. At Marksman Firearms Stores in Killeen, Wichita Falls, Granbury, or Mansfield, our same-as-cash layaway plan makes it easy on the wallet. Military and first responders get 10% off all Marksman firearm purchases. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, optics, cleaning supplies, and much, much more at Marksman Firearms. And our gift cards are always a hit. Ho, ho, hold on a minute and make your mark at Marksman. MarksmanFirearms.com. Santa Claus is coming to town, but when he's back home, he likes to crappie fish. I'm Mr. Crappie, Wally Marshall, and I've got great gift ideas for the crappie angler on your list this year. Let's start with a new rod like my speed shooter rods under 50 bucks. Pair that up with a Wally Marshall speed shooter reel, and you're going to make someone dang happy on Christmas morning. 
For the crappie angler that already has everything under the sun, I guarantee it they will welcome the new Wally Marshall Pro Target rods in their boat. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's all Santa Claus uses. <laughs> I partnered with Luz, one of the finest rod bakers in history, to produce the Wally Marshall Classic Series, the most sensitive and hard-working crappie rods ever. Fill that stocking with Mr. Crappie by Strike King Baits, surefire fish catchers for 30 years, all of my proven colors along with five new ones. Lose.com, StrikeKing.com, and MrCroppy.com. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet, bid at an auction, be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. There are plenty of fish in the creek behind the camp house. Feel free to take a ride down from the wall and catch a few. Kinder Outdoors. You know, you take that long Christmas drive to Grandma's house. You take old Fido with you, and the change in water, the change in routine, it can all lead to GI upset. Many times it does, and then it's a stain on Grandma's carpet, and she's not happy. And if Grandma's not happy, well, no one's happy, okay? Fortiflora to the rescue. America's number one canine probiotic, Fortiflora. It works as well as a preventative as it does a cure. 
for GIF Set Start. Fortiflora a few days before your trip, throughout every day. It's safe. And then for a few days after you return home to ensure a strong and stable GI system. Fortiflora. Let's get back up on the stage with the Mount Rushmore of the hunting community at the 2020 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. Craig, uh, your home place in Kansas. I know you've enjoyed that place over the past several years. Are you seeing some nice deer? Are the birds coming back at all up there? Uh, well, the, there's a yes, and then there's a no. The, the, the deer are doing great. We had, uh, you know, it's whitetail are so frustrating. I, I love them and I hate them. This year for the the season, we had everything was against us, Billy. I mean, it, it was a little too warm, and uh, it was the season is later than it ever has been. Uh, so it's set. The you know, starts Wednesday after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving was late. Deer season was late. And then we had bright moon the whole season, and I'm thinking this is going to be a disaster. And instead, it was the best season we've ever had. Wow. Uh, the, the deer are doing great, but we've we've tried so hard, but. Uh, our quail are, are just gone. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few coveys still. Never shot a bird on the place, never will. Uh, but no matter what we do, we, we can't seem to bring the bob whites back. And well, that's obviously, a... if you were a biologist who could figure out how to do that, you would be a very wealthy biologist. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a shame because I was planning to sell you a couple of bird dogs before you headed back home. Uh, Phil, how did this all start with you? Uh, born and raised in upstate New York, I guess? Yes, sir. Uh, we're in the Hudson Valley, so just about an hour, uh, you know, hour north of Poughkeepsie, half hour south of Albany, and uh, you know, New York's not known for its great big deer or any of that kind of stuff. But we've got plenty of public land. Uh, you know, it's Teddy Roosevelt's home state, and he had the wisdom and forethought to put aside six million acres in the Adirondacks and about six hundred thousand in the Catskills. So, if any of you guys are from the 518 area code, you understand. Uh, yeah, there's some good deer, and you'll see 150 inch every once in a while. But it's that ability to hunt public land, and then you know. New York State. Anybody with a hunter safety course who has, a, you know, a hunting license can go out and enjoy the the wilderness. So it's a, a pretty special place for me. Yeah, I guess so. There's a lot more hunting and fishing and, and outdoorsmanship in Nor in uh, upstate New York and across New York than most people think of because we're thinking of the city. Yeah, my condolences about that, by the way. It's uh, it gives us all a bad name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, how about those Giants? Huh? You a Giants fan? I'm actually a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. A Steelers <laughs> guy. Well, that makes a lot of sense. You're from upstate New York, so there you go. I'm not going to ask how that happened. Uh, if anybody out here has a question for any of these guys, just wave at me, and I'll bring the mic over, okay? And uh, and we'll get started. Last year, uh, Shockey, uh, your wife Louise, your beautiful wife Louise, was here. She she is here this year. Too. And she's uh, here in the building somewhere, but uh, I got next to her and asked some very personal questions about you, and I noticed she's not uh, out here today. Something going on? I, I forgot to tell her that we were doing this event today, so I don't know Censorship. what happened. Censorship? Yeah. You shouldn't have asked the question about my underwear last year. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a good one. I've replayed that on the radio show several times. I always get requests for that, like it's their favorite song or something. They call back and want to hear the shocky story about his drawers again. Hey, tell us what all you're doing on TV these days. Is your son Brandon still the, the sharp producer yep. that is taking care of all that? Yeah, you betcha, Brandon Lynn. Brandon Lynn, uh, sorry. My wife liked the name Brandon. I like Lynn Swan, the football player, so we compromise <laughs> and call him Brandon Lynn, which he's always Pittsburgh Steelers. ever since regretted. Because yeah. people walk up and say, <laughs> they say, is it, is it Gwendolyn? Is it Brandon? So he's, we, we should have called him Brandon. But uh, Brand he, he's still producing our shows. Eva has a show on the Outdoor Channel now called My Outdoors Family. 
family, as I talked about. Yep. Uh, we're doing our Uncharted Yukon television show still. Uh, this will be the last year for that, and our, our uh, hunting adventures show has been on for 17 oh, years. Yeah. And this is also the last year for that. And then we have a, a pilot for a new show that will start in 2021, hopefully. Oh, can you give us a heads up on that, a little tip? Can you let anything out of the bag? Yeah, top secret. Yeah, it's going to stay right here like the underwear question last yeah. year, right? <laughs> they got aired everywhere, yeah, including oh, yeah. Canada. Multiple times, yeah. It, it's a, um, it's a, we're going back to the old footage. Like I say, my dad and my father-in-law, we, we would have, we'd air 14 minutes. When you take a half-hour show, it's really 14 and a half minutes of television. Yeah. And the rest of the seven days that we filmed on the 70, 80 hours of footage, it never got shown. So so we're going back through all that old footage over oh. all the gazillion years that we've been doing this and uh, revisiting it, repurposing it. And, That's cool. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really fun. To That's probably back. a fun trip for you down memory lane. I love it. it, it it's an awesome show. It's a cool concept, and uh, I'm excited about it for 2021. Last year when you came here, you had narrowly missed uh, being eaten by a mountain lion, for real. Uh, any close encounters this year? No, no. The, the uh, thank goodness. I mean, you know, that that uh, that was a close call. Tell I think that I was story for everybody that, that missed it. That, I actually I was hunting bears on Vancouver Island on my own territory. I, my hunter didn't show up, so I I was free to go hunting myself. And I, I haven't shot a bear in a long time, but I still go hunting for them. Uh, I actually took a shot at a bear that day, and and I somehow took the wrong bow when we went out after the bear, and, and uh, I didn't even notice. So when I pulled the the bow back, the peep was way off, and I must have heard it going down the mountain. I tried the shot and hit the ground about halfway to the bear, monster bear, of course, biggest ever, and, and off it went. So I was kind of depressed when we were driving back on the logging road. I saw a cougar, a, a mountain lion, cross the logging road. Now, I, we're allowed two a year on Vancouver Island, six-month season. They're everywhere, highest density in North America. And uh, so I told my camera, get the camera. We just might get a crack at this guy up the hill somewhere, you know, going over an old log. And uh, so we walked down the road. The cougar actually waited, waited in the in the underbrush, salal brush, which is very thick. It's temperate rainforest. Yeah, very very uncharacteristic too for a cougar mountain lion. Well, I don't I don't know about that. You know, yeah. I mean, they're you know, they're they're uh, such a furtive animal. And I've had my hair. I'm sure all the guys up here have have been around them. You don't know that they're there. So I don't know if it's uncharacteristic. But he waited. What is uncharacteristic is he came out after me when I walked past, and and I actually had to swing around. He did one leap, did a, was starting a second leap, and I shot him at about here to those size 18 feet. It was it was uh, it was it was that close, and and fortunately. Uh, I didn't didn't hit him dead center, but I did break the front shoulder, back hip, and yeah. then he couldn't. He tried, but he couldn't get to me, so I yeah. finished yeah. him off with a second shot. Yeah, wow, that's a little tight. That's a little close. It was way too close. Yeah, you don't want that. That's how I get all this gray hair that was well, the brown hair that was left after Eva. Yeah, is it, 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 the rest of it turned turned gray after the kids. Uh, after the kids. Uh, so when that was over, were you shaking like a puppy passing a peach seed? Uh, did it hit you? No, no I, you know, I I wasn't, and I'm sure these guys are in the same boat. You don't. My heart rate didn't go above probably 80, which is normal. Yeah. It, it just it, it, you don't. It, it, there's no time, and if you if you let that 
they'll let the adrenaline or whatever shot yeah. affect it, then you're already dead. Yeah. You're, you're, you got cat spit all over you. So, you, right. so you're, it's not a, I mean, you know, when I turn around, cat I what? Like, you got oh, cat. did you see that? But, cat but it's what? not you, cat spit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. I do, I, I, have, I slur sometimes too much coffee. <laughs> Craig Boddington, what's the most annoying question that you get at your booth at these shows uh, that you hear huh, all the time that you just wish people would stop? Well, you know, and I haven't actually heard it at this show, so maybe I finally, maybe we're finally getting through, but, but some, you know, come up and it's, you understand this is a very serious question, and it's obviously really bothering this gentleman or, or this lady, and so they'll kind of stand around and hem and haw, and they'll finally, finally they find the courage to get it off their chest, and they'll say, kind of in a very quiet little voice, saying, Craig, is it, is it really, really okay to go elk hunting with my 270 Winchester? <laughs> and, of course, the proper answer to that always is, didn't you read my book? Yeah, there you go. Need a copy of it? <laughs> I have heard that one at this show, but I'm sure I will. The, the show is still young. The show is young. Give it time. Hey, it's Alan Jones, Jr., and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store gets snack and we either stop at Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up, and sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if, it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car as well. I can just feel the comfort knowing that it will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors and Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of I-20, just west of Weatherford. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. 
Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com We the people and our right to bear arms and our right to free speech gather here. This is Kinder Outdoors. There was no Dallas Safari Club convention and expo in person anyway uh, during 2021. So we're going all the way back to January of 2020 for the Mount Rushmore of the hunting community up on that main stage at the Dallas Safari Club convention and expo. We always have so much fun doing this. Joined by buddies and friends like Phil Massaro, Larry Wysoon, Craig Boddington, Jim Shockey, and I'm honored to be able to emcee this event, host this event uh, every year on stage. We have a lot of fun with it, and I'd encourage you to come out and join us this coming January when we do it again. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by one of my favorite places on planet Earth. It's just perfect. A rewarding day of upland bird hunting in the Texas Hill Country where the view is magnificent, surrounded by the Guadalupe River and 
crystal clear Joshua Creek runs right through the middle of the place. Top-notch guides and bird dogs. And I haven't even touched on the five-star lodging and dining yet. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's rejoin the guys on stage at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. Phil, uh, man, you have become so such a well-respected uh, writer and representative of the shooting sports now. Uh, you must love to shoot. You, does it go way back? Uh, you've been intrigued by calibers and guns and et cetera, et cetera, since very young. Or what made you just really dig in? My my dad uh, joined the the National Guard 1968 right out of high school during the heat of Vietnam. Uh, came back believing that a 308 Winchester 165 grain bullet and IMR 4064 was the formula, and anything else was blasphemy. Gotcha. And I I was the rebel who said, well, why don't we try a 338? Yeah. You don't need that, boy. You know, and we go this argument. We're business partners, and we have the argument to this day. Uh, I, I don't know. It just it became a, a source of intrigue. You know, reading the classic Africana and reading you know, Teddy Roosevelt here in the States, I kind of got interested in, in playing with different calibers and especially hand-loading. Uh, you know, we have a backyard range right outside our office, so you know, for lunch we can nip out and you know, put a half a dozen rounds down range or yeah. what have you. And it just led to a, a love of, of rifles you know, and different cartridges and what they can do and what they can't do. And you know, somehow or another, I, I kind of turned this into well, a career. And it's, it's a little surreal for me, but you know, here I am. You, probably, yeah, you weren't even trying it no, just, no, I, it, it came to me, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, a, it's a funny story. It just happened yesterday at this stage, and she had to go home. But Larry, one of your daughters, was here. And uh, when I saw her, when I met her for the first time yesterday, couldn't help but think of the stories you've told me over the years about how your kids kill their first deer sitting on your lap and how much fun you had with those kids. You know, Billy, the amazing thing, because I, I hadn't met his daughter uh -huh. either, and she doesn't look a thing like Larry Weishun. No, she not. Well, she I really going to bring doesn't. that up, Craig, but uh, no. Uh, she didn't. You're right. She didn't have a beard. Didn't have a beard or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had a lot of fun talking to your kids, raising your kids, and taking your kids out. You know, it's been an absolute blast. I grew up out in the country where when I stepped out the back door, I was hunting. And uh, so very fortunate in that respect. And as my daughters came on, I mean, they shot their first deer when they were like six, eight years old. And, I mean, they, to me, at that stage, they were psychologically advanced enough to do so. And maybe not so much in stature. And then when my grandsons came along, they shot their first deer with a 375 sitting on my lap. You know, and, and one of the things that I learned over those years is that my daughter shot their first deer with, with the two seventies, and and I can remember like it is to now, kind of happening in in the now. And I wouldn't let them shoot anything but a doe or a little bitty buck for the first deer. And what I do is I'd find out when we go deer hunting to make it fun for them. What I do is I'd find out everything that Mama told them they didn't really want hurt them to eat. You know, like whatever candy, whatever cookies, whatever chips, whatever drinks, and that's what we would do. You know, so. I made it a fun deal, but I remember very, like again, like as yesterday, I mean, I had them sitting on my lap, and we're sitting behind a big old stump, and we got the rifle propped up here in front, so it's got a good rest and all that kind of thing, and finally this deer comes in, and I'm looking at it, and yeah, you know, he's probably a two-year-old, three-year-old deer, and he's got points, yeah, I think that'd be a good one, and kind of look down and on Teresa, and you met Beth yesterday, and I'd go, Teresa or Beth, whichever one, 
that one right there. So they get all set up behind, and I'm watching through binoculars so I can see exactly where that shot's going to be placed. And I'm looking without realizing, I'm going, and you feel this tugging on your shirt. And they look at Daddy, Daddy, you having a heart attack? And the same thing, you know, happened with my grandkids. Every one of my grandsons, my four grandsons and granddaughter, who's now a senior in high school, uh, and they all still hunt. Some of them, I got two of them who are hunting people right now, but uh, uh, the others, and they all deer hunt. They all love the outdoors. They all love to fish. They all sit on. I wish they were still there where they could sit on my lap there once in a while, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, you know. Uh, but there's something very special. I mean, I know some of you guys out there have, have sons and some of you have daughters. And by all means, get those young ladies out there hunting. Give them the opportunity to get out there. Uh, the one thing I learned about the human female of the species, she is a natural-born killer. Women... Guys, if you've got an ego, don't ever take a woman hunting. Because she's going to outshoot you and she's going to outhunt you. And I, I said, see, I know, I know Craig knows what I'm talking about. I know what Jim has finally experienced. And Phil, you're probably the same. She's sitting right there. No wonder she's smiling like, you know, kind of thing. But getting those young ladies out there is absolutely special. Absolutely it is. And, Phil, it's interesting, uh, the Outdoor Tomorrow Foundation that I think most of you guys are familiar with. Larry, you work with OTF. You and I do a lot. Um, the Teacher of the Year for the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation comes from New York this year. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. I can't remember his name. We're going to catch up and do a little taping before. Wonderful. But this guy in New York has uh, a fence at the school, public school. He's raising deer on the school property. Uh, they've got all kinds of wildlife on the school property that uh, that the kids interact with. They're raising fish uh, there. It's, it's pretty incredible. And he's taking folks all over the world, taking those kids all over the world fishing. Makes a big difference when we take a kid. You know, Billy, back to my point about New York's public land system. Um, it, it's one of the, you know, my dad made it an adventure for me when I was a young hunter. We'd always hunt, you know, the Hudson Valley and farms and private land or whatever. But once a year, we'd go over to the mountains, which we can yeah. see from Columbia County. And it was just one of those experiences. And, you know, back to what Larry's saying, take take the youth, young man, young woman. My wife, Susie, sitting in the audience, uh, if it's a, your, your, your significant other who has never hunted or shown an interest, take them out and, you know, make it pleasant and, and show them what it's all about. It's, it's the only way we're going to keep it alive. All our kids need is an opportunity when they see how cool it is they are hooked for life. Larry, do you have a comment? I did. I mean, I'm all for getting the youth in the outdoors, obviously, but I'm for getting people into the outdoors. I mean, regardless of whether that person happens to be when they start hunting two years old, a year and a half years old, or approaching that 104 years old, you know, get those, get everybody out there. And then the other side of that is, is we're finding if we can get mom and dad involved in the outdoors, chances are the kids are going to follow to some extent. So we're trying to do a little bit of push here and there in certain areas, not only get the youth out there, but to get that 20 to 30, 40 year old, particularly 20 to 30 year old out there. Because if they've got kids, we're going to have kids. We want them in the outdoors with that family. That, Larry Wysoon, is a really good point. We've got a lot more from the guys on stage at the 2020 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo coming up. And the coffee's hot, so 
grab yourself a fresh cup, stretch your legs a bit, and meet me right back here. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Five Star Joshua Creek Ranch. If you are a discerning hunter, you've hunted some pretty nice places in your day, I want you to take a trip to Joshua Creek Ranch. It'll blow you away. The first thing you'll notice is the friendly, knowledgeable staff, top-notch guides and bird dogs. Beretta and Orvis say this is one of the finest upland bird hunting spots on planet Earth. And the Axis deer, native herd, low fence, through the roof. Learn more, Joshua Creek Ranch, at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, I'm Chance Bryant with the University of Texas Bass Team. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. For the sportsman who likes an outdoor adventure story, Ken Kirkaby's novels are just what you've been looking for. In the tournament, three friends travel to the Bahamas for a Blue Marlin tournament and find the fish of a lifetime. Ben Steelman of the Star News says the tournament is a yarn that Papa Hemingway and Robert Rourke would have savored. In Red Stick 1, Florida game warden Virgil Clary takes off his badge to track down a killer in the wilderness. Christopher Camuto of Gray's Sporting Journal calls Red Stick 1 a tightly written novel of pursuit and redemption, a breathtaking tracking sequence, a pleasure to read. In the sequel, Red Stick 2, Virgil Clary is sent to South America, where he uses his unique tracking skills to find an American engineer abducted by revolutionaries. Kirkus Reviews says assured writing, a locomotive plot, and nonstop suspenseful action in a series that shows no signs of slowing down. Ken Kirkaby's books are gritty, realistic, and action-packed. The Tournament, Red Stick 1 and Red Stick 2, available from Amazon. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas, are award-winning artists many times over, and for several reasons. God-given talent is the starting point, followed by a work ethic that won't allow second best. Roy is also a lifelong and well-traveled hunter. He spent countless hours in the field glassing and studying wildlife around the globe. When you trust your rare and timeless memory to True Life Taxidermy Granberry, be assured that you're working with the very best in the business. My home is a testament to Roy's work at True Life Taxidermy. The pheasants, the whitetails, the axis, the fish, all perfectly preserved. True Life Granberry is the only stop you need to make after the hunt, offering not only world-class taxidermy, but wild game processing too. Headed for Africa, New Zealand, Colorado, Montana, or any place else? No problem. True Life is well-versed in import and transport state-to-state or around the globe. You can trust True Life Taxidermy. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
But when he's back home, he likes to crappie fish. I'm Mr. Crappie, Wally Marshall, and I've got great gift ideas for the crappie angler on your list this year. Let's start with a new rod like my speed shooter rods under 50 bucks. Pair that up with a Wally Marshall speed shooter reel, and you're going to make someone dang happy on Christmas morning. For the crappie angler that already has everything under the sun, I guarantee it they will welcome the new Wally Marshall Pro Target rods in their boat. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's all Santa Claus uses. <laughs> I partnered with Luz, one of the finest rod bakers in history, to produce the Wally Marshall Classic Series, the most sensitive and hard-working crappie rods ever. Fill that stocking with Mr. Crappie by Strike King Baits, surefire fish catchers for 30 years, all of my proven colors along with fine new ones. Lose.com, StrikeKing.com, and MrCroppy.com. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> That view from the porch is pretty awesome this time of year. Let's sit and visit a while at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, Merry Christmas to you from all of us in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Let's get back up on stage at the 2020 version of the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo. I call them the Mount Rushmore of the hunting business, the outdoor industry. Phil Massaro, Larry Wysoon, Craig Boddington. Jim Shockey is there, too. Jim, I want to talk to you. We're going to get a little more serious for just a moment and talk about grizzly bears in Canada. Two years ago, your politicians, which very well may be from California, USA, decided that we should not uh, hunt grizzly bears there anymore, uh, and that didn't please you at the time. No, it didn't. I, but I, why do I get these hard questions? You, well, you ask, like, what's the most irritating thing? you Canadian. Question. You know, like, ask me one like that. No, no, you're the only one up here with a high school education. No, I ask have... myself. The most irritating question I get is, do you know where to find Larry Wyshoon? You know, you know where Craig Boddington's booth is? No. <laughs> irritating. So there, I have my easy question. Yeah, our, our grizzly bear hunting was banned. It was banned for political reasons. They, um, the, our premier, which is the same thing as a governor down here in the states, said that uh, it's because it's socially unacceptable. Wow. Nothing to do with science. Yeah. It's socially unacceptable. That, and that was a good enough reason to do it. Now, we, you know, four million people living in downtown Vancouver, and there's about a million of us living outside of Vancouver. Uh, we don't have a chance. It's tyranny by the majority, or the urban majority. And, and that's how it happened. Uh, it was uh, partially to our own fault because we have up in Canada, you, you have your Republicans, your Democrats, and, and that's about it, I guess. We, we have our conservatives, which are about where your Democrats are on the scale. Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly right. Then, then we have our, our liberals, which are way left of them. Uh. Then you have the NDP, which is socialist. Then you have the Green Party. Now, we elected uh, our conservatives, which are like your Democrats, the best we got up there. We didn't elect them. We missed by, by um, well, three seats. And the three seats were picked up by the Green Party, who then joined forces with our our socialist NDP party, and now they're they're wagging the dog. And and three of them, three green people, Man. three green party members, basically said, "You're going to stop this dam 
or you're going to ban grizzly bear hunting. That's the that's the now. There's somebody out there. Maybe there's a Green Party member. Is there? Can anybody no? What a surprise that is. Yeah. They, you know, they, they'll probably argue and say, no, we didn't do that bullcrap. That's what it was. Yeah. It was behind the behind closed doors political decision based by three people that are that are so far left leaning but had the power and that they're and it was our own fault because we didn't elect the party that can actually save our hunting you know and 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 part of the reason is that we have a very strong union you know yeah. influence on the on the out on the west coast and and they they may be hunters but they voted you know, along union lines, oh, and that, my. and and I think that the biggest takeaway I have from all that is, as hunters, we have to protect what we love, above and beyond getting an extra twenty cents an hour, getting an extra yeah. day off a year. You know, forget that crap. They're not going to give it to us anyway. They're lying about it. They're going to make you pay for it anyway. Yeah. So stick there together, vote together. We can actually dictate what happens, but we don't, yeah. and that, that's our own fault. Uh, is it coming back the other way at all? This has been nearly two years ago that that happened. Uh, what's being done about it? Is, is, is it making any progress? Yeah, there's there's 4,289,000 people living in the city now, so it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. It's, it's that's what's by the urban majority. What's been the effect on outfitters up there that survived on primarily grizzly hunts? What? I mean that that's a pretty simple answer. They you're you're imagine somebody cut your wages in half. Yeah. You know, how do you think you'd feel? Well, you After, wanted an easy question. There it is, huh? That, that's an easy one. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that was commerce 101. You, you take away revenues, you have no money to spend. The communities suffer that you know, the the multiplier effect, which is about 25 times for each dollar isn't there for for half the revenues yeah they're gone they're gone and and they don't care yeah again it's tyranny by the urban majority that extra extra 20 cents an hour for the union worker went out the window when that that hunter quit coming up there spending that money you know sure they they they're, they're just anyway. gonna they're just gonna increase taxes to cover it yeah it's it's ludicrous we gotta stick together as hunters there you go uh i have one other question very serious question this is a very serious question how the heck did you get into those britches man you, this is somebody on social media yesterday. I posted a picture, and they said, if you're going to wear a cowboy hat and a cowboy belt, don't wear skinny jeans. These are not skinny jeans. Would you mind standing up? Because we just want to see. They're metric jeans. That's not that's huh? not skinny jeans. That's massive legs. The, massive the legs. Fill in, they fill in the material on the jeans. It's do not you, skinny jeans. So do you have to, like, lay back on the bed and kick? <laughs> to get those on? Yeah, this, this is not about roasting me. Where did no, it say? No, I'm sorry. Where did it, where, I didn't see that on a poster I'm anywhere. I'm sorry. I just yeah. no. I, it was like it was a serious question. I really wanted yeah, to. Apparently, know. I missed the memo. Really wanted to know. Uh, DSC's tracks across Africa TV. You can catch up uh, with what's going on there with DSC. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors Radio, and of course the host of DSC's uh, trailing the hunter's moon larry wysoon as well he writes a lot you see him from time to time in camp talk and the other publications and his show is the official dsc uh, show and that is trailing the hunter's moon what are we going to see over the next 12 months some hunting very good and let's move it on over to phil <laughs> 
Actually, what we're doing through, uh, we're on the Pursuit Channel, and, and uh, we're doing a lot more on digital platforms. So, actually, the show is not going to be airing on Pursuit Channel until July this coming year. But uh, with the Pursuit Channel doing some things, doing it where it's free to anybody. So you can go to Pursuit Up TV and you can see all the past episodes. And we've got uh, YouTube. We've got our own website called TrailingTheHuntersMoon.com that you can go to. And so the shows are available in so many different places. And we're doing some updates on some things and re-editing some shows, kind of like what Jim was talking about to some extent, but uh, also doing a whole lot of new stuff there. And then, too, I've got a podcast called DSC's Untamed Heritage that, that I do as well, too. So we try to cover so many different bases, and I'm very proud to say that I just, this past month I was voted on to the DSC Foundation Board, which administers a lot of, of dollars to conservation throughout the world, and Jim, we will talk more about what's going on in Canada, because I feel like that's one of those areas that we really need to be involved in as we move forward with the Foundation to see what we can hit off that's not already done. Yep. And how do we do we fight some of the things that, that are there to maybe educate people a little bit more? So, And I'll, I'll say this. If you're not a member of DSC, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, and I'm telling you, you're not going to get to leave this dadgum building unless you have become a member before it's all over with. We need your support because DSC does so much throughout the world, but also here. And also, you know, DSC could stand for Dallas Squirrel Hunters Club. <laughs> because when you get right down to it, guys like up here, all of us have hunted, all this bunch has hunted Africa numerous times. Jim's and Craig here have won the Weatherby Award, which is the greatest award there is to be had in the universe when it comes to anything having to do with hunting and conservation as well. But, you know, DSC is not just a safari club. It is a hunter-oriented organization, fisher-oriented organization, conservation, wise use of animals and wise use of the habitat organization as well, too. So please become a member of DSC. Amen. I'm a proud life member, so is my wife, Robin. And we proudly hunt at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Listen, they're selling memberships down there now. You don't have to be a member to hunt, stay, enjoy Joshua Creek Ranch and all of its five-star amenities. You can just go hang out or book a hunt. But if that's something that you can see yourself doing two, three, four times a year, you might want to look into an individual, family, or corporate membership at Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. We swapped neighbor Jones some good cigars for an evening hunt in the honey hole. Come along with Kender Outdoors. Hey, you don't want to miss the honey hole. Last time we went down there, dropped the dogs off down in there, we pointed eight coveys of birds in one little old round. It's pretty good. <laughs> this corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors is brought to you by my good friends at Purina Pro Plan, the ultimate fuel for your hard-working bird dog. 30% protein, 20% fat, Purina Pro Plan performance formula. You'll find it along with all the other great ProPlan formulas at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. 
Hey, let's get back up on the stage now at the Dallas Safari Club 2020 version of the Convention and Sporting Expo with Jim Shockey, Craig Boddington, Larry Wysoon, and Phil Massaro, along with other special guests that dropped by. Hey, did you kill a deer this year, uh, Craig? Did you shoot a, shoot a deer or two this fall? Tell me a deer hunting story. Well, <laughs> we had this... Now, to understand, we've got guests on my place, and so my tag is a sacrifice tag, all right? And I'm trying to look for a cull deer. And uh, we had a, uh, it is my, my best deer hunting story in my entire life. Wow, i got to hear this. An ancient unicorn cowhorn spike that uh, was old when we first saw him, and that was three years ago. And so everybody in the neighborhood wanted this deer, and every single one of it, a spike about like that. Everybody in the neighborhood was willing to sacrifice their only buck tag for this deer and uh, picked up a picture of him on a trail camera the day before opening day. And he was walking from south to north, and there was a ridge behind, and I had a stand along the creek. So I said, you know what? If he did it once, he just might do it again. Yeah. So I put myself on the creek, and there was a, uh, a little pond, a little puddle of oxbow in the creek. There was a bend in the creek with a little pool of water over my left shoulder. And uh, so in the right at dawn, right at daybreak, I heard a crunch, 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 and I looked over my shoulder, and there was an ice eight-point standing. I could see his reflection in the pool, and he was hidden by a cedar, but I could see his reflection, so I let him go, and a little while later, crunch, 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 and there was a bigger eight-point, and I probably should have shot him, but you know what? Maybe that old spike will be there, and about 20 minutes later, I heard another crunch, 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 and I, I looked over, and, and in the reflection, I could see it was that cowhorn spike, and I was... Uh, Shooting an old 30-30, so it obviously wasn't very far, and I managed to get around and make the, the right-handed shot. I, I'm left-handed, but it, it was just fantastic because I saw that deer's reflection, and I knew it was the deer I'd been looking for for three seasons. So what did the bullet do when it hit the reflection in the water? <laughs> it made a big splash. It made a big splash. <laughs> Ricocheted off the pond and hit him right in the heart, Jim. It was amazing. Uh, how about your corner pocket? Yeah. How about, how about your fall, Jim? Uh, fall and early winter. What have you been doing? Uh, you know, I went to the uh, our Yukon Rogue River outfitting territory. I love it up there. That's my, you know, I, we're, you, I heard you say about the six million acres up in yeah. New York. But our Rogue River outfitting territory is public land. Yeah. Uh, but it's 7.5 million acres. Wow. And it's, there's not a single road, not a single house in there. It, it's pure wilderness. The wow. last left in the world. Uh, so I go up there every you know, August for sheep, hunted doll sheep, got a monster. And yeah. Then uh, moose, grizzly bear, wolf, mountain caribou, got all those. And uh, right. Then went on to hunt whitetails in Saskatchewan, and and uh, and I <laughs> with my bow and arrow. So next question. <laughs> I like it when they get to those <laughs> stories. That's when it's really good. Yeah, that good. would be, that would be a miss actually, just uh -huh. for the record. Uh huh. Hey. Four grandkids now. Last year there were only two. Four. Yeah, this is amazing how that all happens. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But it's, I, I, with four grandchildren under three years of age now. Yeah, but from from two children. So it's it's uh, and uh, you know they keep handing me these little things and going, okay, you know this is cute, it's wonderful. Being a grandfather's great. Here you can have them back. <laughs> but but when they turn six, five, yeah. six, seven, then they're mine. They're yours. They're mine, and they yeah. they can't say, well, you don't know how to change a diaper. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't want to know 
know how to change a diaper, <laughs> but I do know how to teach them how to hunt and fish. Right. So yeah, I, exactly. I can't wait. I, I have a. I'll be very busy. So anyone wants to ask me a question, ask me now in the next couple of years. Because after that, yeah. I'm out of here. I'm going to be. I'm going to be grand big baba, which by the way is Ukrainian for grandmother. So that, that's what they're calling big me. Big Baba? Yeah, Big Baba. That, that's what they call you, Big yeah, Baba? Yeah, Big Baba, which, like I say, is Ukrainian for grandmother. Ukrainian for grandmother. That's, I'm Ukrainian descent, so it's it's like, I, I, it, it's it's irritating. It's another one of those, like, where's Larry Weishin questions. just irritating. I've got a smart aleck remark, but I, Phil jumped at that microphone. I think he's got probably a really... Just I, had an itch. Just had, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's the genes, but it was... <laughs> decided not to say it. Ukrainian <laughs> for what? Big Mama? No, grandmother. Baba. Grand, grandmother. Yeah, Baba. Baba. And Guido Baba. was for grandfather. I should have been okay. Guido. Yeah, but there I ended you go. Up being Baba, grandmother. So, uh, have you have you gotten to the point like all grandparents do? You're looking at all those kids, and you really want one to stop doing something, and you call that one by the other three names before you. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I haven't. Bobby, Jenny, yeah, Sue. No, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done that. But I, I will tell you one thing about this point in my life. This is when I should be hunting 360 days a year. Yep. Because my wife could care less right now. I could literally wow. say, I'll see you in 10 years. Yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, this is the time. When I, you know, when I should be hunting all year round, Louise doesn't even—they don't you know, even whatever, know you don't exist. Don't boost somewhere yeah. you gotta go hunt. <laughs> My friend Jim Shockey and those grandbabies. Hey, Purina Pro Plan—they bring us this corner of the camp house each week, and they are the ultimate dog fuel. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. There's a Pro Plan formula for every age, lifestyle, and special condition. Pick up a bag of Pro Plan at Atwoods Ranch and Home Stores for your champ. I'm making my list and checking it twice. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. With Kinder Outdoor. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget... The Dead Rabbit, U.S. Highway 287, carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, varied Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. 
Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The hardware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The hardware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store to get a snack and they either stop at Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up. And sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car so I can just feel the comfort knowing that it will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castoria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. don't have to have four-wheel drive to get to this camp house. The helicopter will do the trick. This is Kinder Outdoors. We are coming to you from somewhere along the trail by the magic of satellites and internet and all that good stuff from somewhere in Nebraska today en route to South Dakota. We'll be doing the show from the Dead Rabbit Lodge north of Pier, South Dakota next week. 40,000 acres plus of prime pheasant country that we're going to try to uh, make a dent in uh, this coming week. And we'll be bringing you a pheasant show from South Dakota. If you've never been on a South Dakota pheasant hunt, that deep, rich tradition, man, you got to go. It's such a fun hunt, meant to be enjoyed with friends and family. And I can't recommend any place any higher than David and Angela Heelan at the Dead Rabbit Lodge just north of Pier, the state capital, mid-state. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. There is a Pro Plan formula for your dog, no matter the age or lifestyle. And, hey, if they've got a skin condition, there's a Pro Plan for that. An intolerance to grain, there's a Pro Plan for that. Older and need added glucosamine in their diet, yep, there's a Pro Plan there too. Pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Here we go, back up on the main stage at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo with Wysoon. 
Shockey, Massaro, and Boddington. And by all means, let's not forget about Granny Bullard. Yes. How many whitetails have you shot now? Whitetails? Whitetail deer, yes, ma'am. I've got everything on my wall. I've got an elk uh-huh. that I shot in the January 7th of 17 Yeah. with my crossbow. Got your elk up there. Uh-huh. And I've got a black... Black buck. Black buck. I've seen your black buck. I saw your beautiful axis deer. I've got two now. Two axis deer now. I hadn't been to the house in a while. (laughs) How many whitetails? Oh, my. I don't know. Can't even count them. No, five or six, I'm sure. Five or six, I'm positive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What does hunting do for you at at 85 years old? Why why do you do this? Oh, I love to get up early in the morning. And uh, uh, Glenn has to help me a lot because I don't walk too good anymore. But uh, I love the hunting. Love it. Love it. Just watching the sun come up on God's creation. Yeah. I've got a... uh, just a minute. A mule deer. A mule deer. In Colorado. Okay. In October of 18. Okay. Yeah. 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 We left that one out earlier, and you thought it was important we go back and catch him, put him back in that pen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, you shot an antelope, and uh, you were asking Jesus to help you with that, right, when that happened? Yeah, he did, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He is faithful. Tell us that story. Well, those antelope, if they see you, they jump and run, you know. Uh-huh. I didn't know. I didn't even know what an antelope was. Okay. You know, <laughs> till they took me and showed me. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I've got to have one of them. Uh-huh. All right. And so uh, uh, I had, uh, we had hunted all morning, and I missed. Three, or at least three or four. You'd miss three? Yeah. Huh. Because they jump and run. They jump and run, yeah. They don't stand still for me. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, we we came up over a, a kind of a little hill out there, and uh, Glenn said, oh, there's one, Mama. And, and he stopped, and it was about 200, 250 yards away. Yeah. yeah. And so he has to get out and get my stuff set up yeah. and everything. And I said, Jesus, don't you let that antelope move. And so I got out, got my gun, went around. You know, I saw Shockey do that on an episode of Uncharted one. It, it, it worked. <laughs> it worked, yes. <laughs> I, I figured I wasn't doing too good on my own. I was yeah. going to have to have some help. Okay. <laughs> Well, what the Lord do? Well, that antelope didn't twitch up eye. <laughs> and, and I got around there. He set my uh, uh, thing up for my gun. And Your shooting um, sticks? My shooting stick. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. And I got him. And you got him at 250 yards or so. Yeah. And I turned around. I said, Glenn, did you see that? He said, what, Mama? I said, he didn't move a peg. He said, Mama, you asked Jesus three times not to let him move. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I hadn't even thought about it, you know. I I knew I had to have help. Yeah, yeah. You were were sending letters to the Lord one after another (laughs) there, weren't you? Absolutely. Hey, Larry, it's fun stories like this. It's it's not necessarily the the trophy on the wall. It's, It's the hunt. It's the people, isn't it? Yeah.
It truly is. I mean, and, and what, what a great story. Yeah. But you're right. That, that's what it really comes down to us. We all love to hunt. We all hunt for a lot of reasons. We love to hunt because it's fun. We hunt from a biological perspective and all that kind of stuff. But when you really get back down to it, put that little campfire out there in front of you, it's amazing how the stories start coming out, you know, just flowing out like that. And that, to me, is one of the great things about hunting is the camaraderie involved and the friendships that you develop. And, you know, you look forward to the next hunt together just simply because you want to spend time with that person. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Phil, uh, you know, I've asked this question of these other guys through the years, and I've, I've got a really good idea of what they enjoy the most. But if you had to narrow it down to one hunt, one critter that you could pursue from now on, what, what do you really like to do? Undoubtedly, it's Cape Buffalo. Uh, probably this gentleman to my right, your left, is responsible for most of that. Uh, you know, not like I haven't plagiarized enough of your stuff over the years, old buddy. But uh, he, re- <laughs> that's right. He really inspired me, and uh, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to do, I think, ten safaris now to Africa. But yeah. if they said you got six weeks to live in one animal, it'd be a Cape Buffalo. They're just one they're that special. Yeah, thing. absolutely. You know, what do you like about it? What do you love? The rush, the excitement. It's it's a big animal. It can hurt you. It's majestic. It you know fights off the lions. It represents wild Africa. You know they have some in captivity and behind wire. But when you're hunting a buffalo, most of the time you're in a really wild block. And wild yeah. Africa is where my heart lies. Yeah. Hey, uh, uncharted. You, you you have your career has been uncharted, Jim. You've been all over the world. Uh, special places, the culture. You've always gotten involved, gotten to know the local people. Uh, who are some of the folks you've met around? the world that have really stuck out to you that were you really enjoy uh, I mean the, the Inuit up north wonderful wonderful people great hunters tough people but yeah, I, you know my wife asked Louise and Louise asked me if there's one place that I wanted her to see uh, that I'd already been what would it be now she, if there's a spa within a boat is she here if there's a spa within, within you know a couple miles she's pretty happy about that hunt yeah but she doesn't hunt never has never will uh, and I, I told her well Ethiopia the Omo Valley to, to see the hammer and the Kara tribe tribal people um, Nat Geo I think back about 15 years ago said it was the last frontier left in Africa uh. and, and it truly was uh, and Nana Weezy agreed and she came with me uh, to see you know what really what Africa was like other than the AK-47s that they all carry uh. but uh, they, they were fabulous uh, I, I, you know I hope I hear from Jason Russo's uh, that uh, the I think the Chinese have built a dam now across the Omo River, and there's 20,000 uh, people living in a in a city now oh where we were. So I, I you know, it's just I, I prefer to remember what it was as opposed to what it probably is right now. But right. It, yeah, it, fabulous place, amazing. I'm sure that some of these guys have been there. It's. Uh, it was a wondrous experience. Yeah, one I'll never forget. Yeah, the, the, uh, the hunting aside, you have met and seen some, and all you guys have seen some incredible things and met some incredible people, awesome people in your lives. I was watching a show a couple of years ago, Jim, and you were eating what appeared to be, uh, I don't know if it was an armadillo or uh, some kind of little. I think you were in Mexico, maybe. 
What was that little rat looking? Armadillo, so it wasn't even exotic then. It was just a It was just, just a were, normal you meal. You were really hungry, like a, but you were talking like it was yeah, really yeah, good. You know, it was probably, I wonder if it wasn't a paca. That was you, a paca. That's what yeah. that was. It was to me, it's the best wild game yeah. I've ever, ever had. It looks like a, a big, giant guinea pig with spots all over it. So, yeah, big so the yeah. deer did not show up at the feeder that day. And... We're talking about the jungle. Paca. This is yeah, paca. Paca. Jungle. First for dinner. There's no deer feeders down there. Oh, this okay. Is... Hi, this is Clay Connor with Ducks Unlimited, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. <laughs> Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. It's time right now to get the hunter or target shooter in your family taken care of for Christmas. At Marksman Firearms Stores in Killeen, Wichita Falls, Granbury, or Mansfield, our same-as-cash layaway plan makes it easy on the wallet. Military and first responders get 10% off all Marksman Firearm purchases. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, ammo, optics, cleaning supplies, and much, much more at Marksman Firearms. And our gift cards are always a hit. Ho, ho, hold on a minute and make your mark at Marksman. MarksmanFirearms.com. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas hill country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. 
Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. And in layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do. So. The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Hunters and fishermen gather here every week. Boy, we need another freezer. This camp house is Kinder Outdoors. And this corner of the camp house is brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch, a premier hunting lodge in the Texas Hill Country. And, hey, it's it's a great getaway, the dining, the lodging. It's just a perfect place to go, whether you hunt or not. But if you do hunt, it's the best on planet Earth, the best wing shooting in Texas. Rocky wrote this review at Orvis.com. He said, hey, we've hunted Joshua Creek for over eight years, and each hunt is spectacular. A five-star resort and world-class facility. Great for our entire family. Thanks, Joshua Creek, for creating memories of a lifetime. Everyone says it. You will, too. Book a visit to Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more at KinderOutdoors.com. Back to the main stage we go at the 2020 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. Hey, uh, Glenda, Miss Glenda, uh, I've, I've got a crease over my eye here. I think Jim's got one. Most of these guys probably have gotten a little too close to a scope uh, in their life. And has that ever happened? <laughs> that just happened to you, didn't it? it a couple just of months. Just happened. What happened? What 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 wrong there? Well. Glenn and I were out there real early in the morning, and I wanted a special kind of deer this year. Uh-huh. I wanted a big one. And uh, so, anyway, uh, here he come. And we were sitting, you got to know, we were sitting on top of a dam here, you yeah. know, out at the farm, out at the ranch. And uh, uh, here come this deer that I'd been waiting on. 
and I took aim at, and I shot. Uh huh. It was a 270 I was shooting. Yeah. And he just stood there. That that deer just stood there. Really? Yes. And I, I, uh, uh, Glenn said, Mom, I believe you missed him. I said, No, I don't think so. I don't think uh, so. But uh, he said, Shoot him again. And I did. And when I did, the blood went everywhere. Not the deer. Not the deer, yours. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was leaning my head out of the four wheeler, letting my nose bleed. <laughs> Five-year-olds don't do that, do they? And uh, Glenn got the toilet paper. He always carries toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, all your secrets are coming out, Glenn. This is Glenn, by the way. <laughs> and and, and uh, to get something to make my nose stop bleeding. <laughs> uh huh. You... And we didn't even see what direction the the deer went in. Well, no, you didn't see anything for a little while, no, I imagine. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, sure, my nose was broken, <laughs> but thank God it was. <laughs> now most of us have a ring up here above our eye. Yeah, I hear that. How... <laughs> How, how'd they get your nose? Well, I guess I got too close. The bottom of the scope, I guess, got you down. Yeah. I had a couple of black eyes the next morning, you know. You were a little embarrassed about that and told Glenn that you really didn't want that to come out up here. But let me tell you something. That's a badge of honor. Oh, is it? It is. Is it not, guys? Yeah. Well, uh, I knew better. I knew better. and uh, But I just got too close. I was worried at 85 about her climbing those three steps to get up there, and she said, hey, no, I hunt out of a 12-foot elevated blind. She climbs that thing. Do you, you climb up that 12-foot blind? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I'm slow, but I can get there. Well, that, that's all that matters is that, the, is that you get there uh, for sure. Hey, Phil, what's coming up? What are you working on now that we can read, and, and where can we read it? Well, uh, i got some stuff uh, monthly on AmericanHunter.org. You can always yep. catch me there. I do a lot for uh, Gun Digest, the magazine. But right. like I say, uh, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Jerry Lee, who was uh, uh, one hell of an editor, passed away unexpectedly last November. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, I was named his successor. So I'm the, now the editor of the Gun Digest. And Congratulations. That is awesome. Yes. Uh, I hired a couple of guys on this stage, which feels a little weird, to be brutally honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, I'm hoping we put together a crack team and uh, we'll, we'll do Mr. Lee and, you know, John Amber and everybody that's come before, do him uh, uh, some honor as far yeah. as that goes. Well, and you will, absolutely. It's a, a testament to your work. Uh, after we get finished here, if you would take Craig out back and explain to him what Gun Digest magazine is, that's, that's always new to him. Okay. I, will. I will hold his hand to be take care of him. <laughs> Craig, how many, <laughs> how many articles do you think you've written over the years? since? Uh, something over 5,000. Over 5,000. Wow. Yeah, a ton. Is it difficult, Larry, to sit down and write about your experiences? Or, or do you get a mental block that we hear writers talk about from time to time? Is it hard? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that answer. 
I think the hardest thing to do is to take that time to sit down and write because you, you really want to spend so much time out in the field and do all the research that's there. So it's just the physical act of sitting down in front of that computer and getting started. And once you hit that first word going, the rest of it comes easily. Okay, very good. Most of the time. Especially when you never actually do anything, you just make it up. It's really <laughs> you know, simple. It's really simple. I've been, I've been very fortunate over the years. A couple hours got an article. Very fortunate over the years I've gotten to you know spend a little time in camp with with Craig and, and with, with Jim, you know, and, and I, I learned a lot of things, how to do things this is, properly. It's not fortunate and, to be an accountant, by the way, just correcting what he's saying. <laughs> I was just going to be complimenting you. Forget about the damn compliment. No, no, he's not. Skinny he's not. James, that's no, enough this out is, of you. This is a storyteller setting up a darn story <laughs> that I know I'll be the brunt it's of the gonna, joke. And it's it's going to end up. No, I wasn't going to go there, but Jim, do you still have that blue Suburban? Here we go. Here it is. Uh, this is no, I'm not even. I've never had a blue suburban I'm, I'm, in I'm my a, life, uh, for the record. And he called me a fibber. <laughs> I'm a liar. Like, no, when, when you when you like Craig, if you would you like to tell the story? And 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 you have no gun. Would you walk over to it and try and pet it? No. So no, exactly. So I'm avoiding a Cape Buffalo right now. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. I got you. No blue suburban in my life. Never had. Denied. 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 <laughs> Once upon a time, Larry dreamed that he was hunting in Canada with Jim. That's a fairy tale. I, I'm not going to even go there. I mean, that, that this too. And what he's going to say is that I told him when he came into camp that I have never had one of these Suburbans. There's three of them, actually, a white one and a couple blue ones. <laughs> Which don't exist. <laughs> yeah, they don't exist. Well, they fell apart along the logging road, so they, they do exist in pieces all along the logging road. But he, I told them they never, ever break down. Yeah. Was it. They never break down. And we're on the far end of Nor Vancouver Island, northern end. Yeah. It, it's literally 40 miles out to the end of the road, and there's nothing between there and our camp. And and uh, the but I didn't know. And who? How many people here know that like 1964 Suburbans? When the fuel pump goes, it's inside the actual gas tank, and nobody knows that. When and it goes out of the blue, you can't. There's nothing you can do ahead of time, short of pulling the the fuel tank. Who would ever do that? So that's what happened. Yeah. It's not my fault. It's not the suburban's fault. It was Larry's fault. All you I know never, is. Never I've heard these there. boys argue about this before. I think they walked eight miles the first day and nine the second when it broke down again. No, it didn't break down. This, this, the <laughs> second day was different. I told them. I See, I told Tony, he'd tell the story on himself. I didn't well, because, because at least they're going to get the truth. So the second day I told him, he said, do these, do these ever get stuck? Do you ever get stuck in these suburban? Suburban, are you kidding me? They go anywhere, never been stuck. That's not quite true. That one day, it wasn't true. I buried that. It was like literally half half the suburban was in a quicksand mud hole. So it was a bad couple of days. I've never, ever forgot. I find a happy place. There's got to be other questions. <laughs> the fun that we have on stage at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. You're listening to the 2020 version of the legends. I call them the Mount Rushmore of the hunting community. Jim Shockey, Craig Boddington, Larry Wysoon, and Phil Massaro. We'll wrap it up from the stage when we come back from the coffee pot. I do want to remind you, though, to drop by kinderoutdoors.com and take a look at Joshua Creek Ranch. My friends Joe and Ann Kirchival have built an incredible place. It's five-star everything. All the details, the linens, the bath towels. 
the things that maybe you wouldn't normally think about, you'll notice a difference. Hey, this place is good. Joshua Creek Range. By the way, the hunting and the fly fishing are spectacular as well. I'm Bass Angler Mike McClellan, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. When Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing converts your venison or pork into breakfast sausage or ground meat, it's a hands-down hit. But step outside the box this year. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing has sausages for every taste. I don't know, probably 30 or more. We have German, hickory, hot links, uh, jalapeno, cheese links, regular jalapeno, and cracked black pepper, Cajun sausage, all kinds of sausage. Our chipotle and cheese is actually our number one seller. We just came out with a hatch chili and cheese summer sausage to complement our links. And we also have a uh, Frito chili cheese pie sausage this year, which is kind of off the charts, but the kids love it. So it's kind of one of those new twists. <laughs> Located just north of Fort Worth, Texas, Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. Experts with all wild game. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahe. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors and Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Bagara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blind, speed, and feeders available, too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of Bay 20, just west of Weatherford. Here's a great alternative to corporate team building, client entertainment, and employee appreciation. Northern Sky Outfitters near Jacksboro, Texas. Just a little over an hour from DFW Airport, Northern Sky offers up a beautiful ranch at the top of the Texas Hill Country, teeming with wildlife. You'll find a welcoming camp at Northern Sky, too, with comfortable lodging to suit the individual or the whole group. 
I've hunted with Keith and Barbara Weems at Northern Sky Outfitters a couple of times now, and I'm looking forward to my next trip. Northern Sky Outfitters caters to both the rifle and bow hunter for hogs, whitetail, and exotic wildlife, axis deer, and black buck hunts. With a mild winter and great rainfall over the past year, Northern Sky Outfitters has the kind of quality wildlife that you just won't find on very many ranches. If you're looking for a hunt that's close to the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex with great amenities and abundant quality wildlife, Northern Sky Outfitters deserves a good look. Do that now at northernskyoutfitters.com. In Genesis chapter 9, God himself told man that if it flies, moves on the earth, or swims in the water, it is meat for us. What a gracious God we have. We celebrate that in this old camp house, Kinder Outdoors. Hey, hear that little songbird? That's what winter sounds like at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. I know that sounds like spring in a lot of places, but no, not in Bernie, Texas, at Joshua Creek Ranch, the rolling Texas hill country, beautiful live oak trees, Spanish moss hanging down over crystal clear Joshua Creek, where you can catch the native Guadalupe bass, one of the few streams on planet Earth that hold that Texas native. Hunt free-range, world-class axis deer, whitetails, turkeys, and, of course, upland birds. All in very comfortable, mild weather, even in January and February. Book a trip. Take a hunt. Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. We've been having fun remembering a great day on stage with the Mount Rushmore of the hunting community. It all took place at the 2020 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Expo. When we gathered up Larry Wysoon, Craig Boddington, Phil Massaro, and Jim Shockey on stage. Oh, but I, I did want to mention one thing. Out of all that hunt, Jim and I did learn one thing, that when we were younger, we could outrun the wind. <laughs> That's the easy thing to do on a bear stock. You just, <laughs> the wind's stop. going 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour. You just run at the bear 17 miles an hour. That's it. I mean, you never get your scent. You're exactly right. So I mean, <laughs> Disclaimer, disclaimer, DSC disclaimer. Neither of these guys were the valedictorian in their high school, okay? Run to the bear, so 17 miles an hour. Run to the bear. That's exactly what we ended up doing. There you we go. outran the wind. There you go. Phil, you were not completely obnoxious up here today, so we want to invite you back tomorrow to do this again. Yeah, fantastic. I can uh, I can ramp it up if you need me to. Yeah, we need you to be completely obnoxious tomorrow. But, hey, what a pleasure to have you over here. I'm, I'm tickled that you've joined us. Well, Billy, I want to thank you for having me up and Larry for inviting me and all of you all for you know sitting and, and putting up with our silliness. Uh, I'm hoping to get the invite to hunt porcupines up at Jim Shockey's yeah. joint, but it doesn't look good, but uh, they're tasty, like a pack. I heard they're wonderful. I yeah. like chicken. They've got a pack-like <laughs> aftertaste. Yeah. Hey, online, you got a website we can go to keep up with you? Uh, yes, you can. www.filmasaro, uh, P-H-I-L-M-A-S-S-A-R-O.com. Okay. Uh, on Facebook at Phil Massaro or uh, Instagram, the same thing. Okay, Massaro, and uh, this is your bride right over here? Susie, would you stand up? Hi, here? Susie. How are you? Photographer. Hi, Susie. Susie, what was your maiden name? B-A-R-R-O-R, bear. That's very easy. So why didn't he just take yours? Massaro. Huh? 
Hey, uh, Craig, have you got a website that we can check out? CraigBoddington.com, and uh, thanks uh, for joining us. And, hey, thanks for being here at the show. And, yeah, listen, I think most of you all probably are members, but please come as a guest and be welcome, but please leave as a member. Yep, there you go. That's well said. Well done. And they can meet you in your booth this weekend. Do you remember where you are? I'm 544. You didn't even have to look at your tag this year. That was good. Uh, Jim, where, where can we find you online to keep up with all your family's activities? Uh, Jim Shockey. We're, we're on Facebook. I, I think it's Jim Shockey Official or something, or Instagram. I think I do Twitter. I don't know. People, I have people handle that stuff. I have people. So, <laughs> I take pictures and do a caption, and it ends up out there somewhere. So. Yeah, <laughs> skinny jeans people, yeah. <laughs> They're not skinny jeans, it's big legs. Yeah. Okay? Granny, uh, Granny Bullard, do you have a website yet where we can keep up with your hunting adventures? you got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even do the computer. But, a girl. I, but I am on Facebook. <laughs> That's good. That's good. They, you probably Your name probably comes up in the church bulletin or program from time to time. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And what did you bring there? A banana pudding. That's enough said. Glenn says that everybody needs a, some banana pudding. Well, so, you bet they do. So I made it. And uh, thank you for making it because uh, it, it is a highlight. It's wonderful. I didn't finish my story. Oh, I'm though. sorry. Let's go. Uh, the next day, Glenn texts me, and he said, Mama, you didn't miss. And they found that deer not too far from where... I shot him. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> good. the coyotes had already. Well, we never assumed that you missed. We had faith in you from the get-go. Yeah. You did good. You did good. You got any turkey? I know you've shot turkeys with your crossbow, too, haven't you? You going turkey hunting yeah, this spring? not this year. I You're not going to go this spring? I lost my son, remember. Yeah, I, I, I know you I did. did. I'm sorry. But this coming spring, yeah. you going to maybe get out a little bit? Yeah. Okay, Oh, good. you bet. And I'll shoot him in the neck. Yeah, I know you they did. They don't go nowhere if you shoot them in the neck. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Shoot them in the neck. Jim, take notes. Did you get that? Shoot, yeah, huh? shoot them in the neck. Shoot them in the neck. That's all you need to do. Hey, would you all give our distinguished panel a round of applause? We have a lot of fun doing this every year. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Granny Bullard. Hey, before we wrap it up today, let's drop back to the 2019 version of the Mount Rushmore at the DSC Convention and Expo. That's the most recent year that the great Jim Zumbo was able to join us. Larry, I know you're in the same shape. You've hunted around the globe a hundred times, uh, but you're having more fun hunting your little piece of family property than any place else. I am, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I now live 26 miles from a place that's been in our family since 1840s. And, uh, of all the places I hunted, the hardest hunting I did this year was in my own place. Everywhere I went, I shot the animals I was after. I did not shoot an animal in my own place. Really? It wasn't for a lack of trying. Yes, it didn't get enough. But I year. loved every moment of being there. Uh, Jim, you can look out your door any given day and, and see beautiful elk right there from your kitchen window, can't you? Yes, I can. Uh, we've also had uh, wolves, grizzly bears, black bears, and uh, elk and deer literally on our property. Wow. So, yeah. Man. Didn't the fires get fairly close to you a couple of years ago. Weren't they down south headed your way? We had a fire a mile and a half from our house and I have a log home with a cedar shake roof. Yeah. Now we now we have a stone roof. We got rid of that roof. Oh, you did? It was a little, little worrisome, yeah. Yeah, those stones, the, the embers don't like those, uh, <laughs> That's right. those stones quite as, uh, as readily. Jim, how about you? Are you in town or are you pretty rural? 
No, we're, we're rural for sure. We're yeah. on a lake, uh, 70 acres. We Actually, Louise and I were having coffee uh, last fall, in the, and our dog started barking outside, and Louise looked out the window. Literally, like here, there was a bear with our dog had it, you know, face-to-face. So, and we get, wow. we get Roosevelt elk across our property. No kidding. Columbia black-tailed deer everywhere. And wow. we have cougars, but... Wow. We have, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be playing with the cat. Yeah. We, uh, we get cougars on our land as well, but uh, yeah. you never never see them, just a sign. Uh, unless they're six feet from you. And, you know. yeah, that's that's further north. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Hey, the black-tailed deer, are they pretty common? You see them a lot? Uh, on our land, yeah, there's tons. Oh, wow, they're, that's they're, cool. They're, they eat all of Louise's flowers. Yeah. Pretty well every night. Our, our dog, my dog, Rez, is not the best at t- keeping it out of the yard. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, there's lots of blacktails. Now, once you get out in the woods on Vancouver Island, you used to be able to see three, 400 a day. Oh. Now you'll be lucky to see one, and that's because of the wolves, actually. Right. I do want to, ask you a, I want to ask you a serious question. I, it's totally bogus that Canada says we can't shoot grizzlies anymore up there. What's it going to take to reverse that jam, and are we getting any closer? It, it, that's boy, you, you get me on that pedestal. I, I'm I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. When you're when you're making laws on the political level for wildlife management, based on something being socially unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't like people with red hair. Uh-huh. So that, you know, he should be banned. Right. I don't like people with red hair. He should be banned. Yeah. I don't, you know, I like Zumbo, but these guys should be banned. I mean, that's the point. You can't. You just can't run. A, a, a scientific-based management plan or model with politicians making the decision. So, yeah, we can change it. We just have to vote to get these clowns out of office. That's, yeah. Don't let them do it. Vote for people that are, you know, that understand our lifestyle. It's always fun getting together with the guys, and I hope we get to do that again real soon at the DSC Convention and Expo 2022, the 40th anniversary. And I hope to see you there. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together in this old camp house today. And we'll talk to you next week from the great state of South Dakota, Jason Pheasants. Until then, may God bless you and your butt. <laughs>